welcome to the Confident Feminine Body Podcast, a place of healing and transformation in your relationship with your body, food, and fitness. I'm your host, Elizabeth Marbury. I'm an intuitive healer and coach and founder of our Confident Feminine Body Program, where I help women build their self-worth from the inside out, free their voice, and love the sexy skin they're in without diets, deprivation, and self-sacrifice. Think of this podcast as your empowering and fun self-love guide, where you'll get real-time advice and tangible tools as we navigate this body and food freedom journey together. Let's dive in. Thank you so much for listening in today. I am excited to connect with you. And today's episode is going to be different from any other episode because I don't know if you have noticed, but I have been missing in action the last few weeks. If you've been listening to this podcast for the last few months, you know that I've been really consistent about posting an episode every Monday. I try to drop an episode once a week. And in the last month, I've been really inconsistent, and I'm going to come clean today about what has been going on with me. I've been struggling. Um, it's been a rough, rough couple weeks, and I'm going to be sharing with you some lessons that have come through. Today's episode is also going to be different because I'm recording this on the day I'm going to release it, and I'm not going to be editing it. So it's just going to be very imperfect. And um, I invite you to go on this imperfect ride with me. I'm practicing what I preach better done than perfect. And I hope it inspires you to just do put put your content out there, put yourself out there, whether it's all put together or not. I don't have any notes um, for this episode. And so again, just bear with me. It's, it's going to be... Um, It's going to be different, but I think it's going to be important. So uh, in the last few weeks, I have been struggling with COVID. And I want to read to you something that I wrote down when I was really struggling. I said, COVID has turned me into a ghost of who I was just two short weeks ago. I have been struggling physically, emotionally, and mentally. The darkness is big right now. And so I want to share with you guys my journey with COVID, how it all happened, and three things that I learned from COVID. And hopefully this will be a really short and sweet episode, but um, I do want to say that uh, I think with this podcast, releasing an episode every week is feeling like a lot with my two businesses, my, my two littles, my children, my family. Um, and so I'm, I'm going to commit to you that I will release an episode every other week. And I really only want to put stuff out there that is really inspired and aligned. I don't want to, you know, waste your time. Your time is valuable. So I just want you to know that that's what, what my intention is moving forward with this podcast. And um, I'm just so grateful that you're here for it. So about three and a half weeks ago, my husband and I took a kid-free vacation to Hawaii, and I cannot even begin to tell you the, the magnitude that this trip held for us because 
we had planned a trip in 2020 to go to Paris. Um, We had been saving for it for a long time. We'd been planning for it, eagerly anticipating it. And it was a big trip to celebrate our 10-year wedding anniversary. And 2020 was actually also the year that we both turned 40. My husband and I are nine days apart. And we wanted to have a big, big trip of celebration. And that trip um, was supposed to happen in March of 2020. And due to COVID, we had to cancel that trip. And we all know what happened after March of 2020, being locked down with our children. And here we all are going on almost two years of living in a pandemic. So this this kid-free vacation to Hawaii, it felt like that sensation of when you're in the desert and you're just so parched and you're so thirsty and it's like this you're you're kind of almost desperate for it right like that's kind of how this vacation felt is it was like coming up for air and it was so healing to put my feet in the ocean I had never been to Hawaii before and I was just blown away by the beauty of it And I finally felt like myself again, like I could really breathe and have some time to unwind my nervous system and um, get some clarity around certain things. And so here we were in this magical place. And on our last day of being there, my 78-year-old mother was watching my two children. I have a five and eight-year-old. And we got a phone call on our last day in Hawaii that my mother and my children had tested positive for COVID. And as you can imagine, my heart just jumped into my throat. I was extremely concerned for the health of my mother. She has asthma. And um, we were kind of all in denial. My mom had had three shots. She had actually just had her booster shot. And so I think she was kind of in shock that she had tested positive. And of course, as a mom, I was very concerned um, for my kids. My daughter, um, she had a fever and a bellyache and a cough. And just being so far away from my kiddos, it just, I was very, very concerned. So I'll never forget that plane ride home from Hawaii because it was a sense of we had had total freedom for a few days, which if you're a parent, you know, gosh, how how important that is to have some alone time. Children can really just be all consuming. Um, and, and on that plane ride, I just remember feeling like, wow, I am leaving freedom and I'm literally walking into a COVID red zone where everyone has COVID and I'm going to be quarantined and locked in my house for at least 10 days with my kids. And it was a lot of anxiety. It was a lot of sadness and grief. It felt like <laughs> the shadow was saying you're getting, you're being punished for taking time away, right? The shadow started to say a lot of mean, scary things. So I came back home you know, my mom went to her house with with um, with her partner Brian. They went back home, and I, uh, my husband and I, walked into a COVID hotspot with our kids, quarantining with them. And 
within a couple days of being home with my children, I started to develop symptoms. Um, Yes, I was vaccinated and I am so grateful I was because I, I, as I'm going to share with you, I really, really struggled with COVID. It hit me very hard and I believe I might have been hospitalized um, for this disease if I hadn't been vaccinated. So I'm still as frustrated as I am that I still got it. I'm still grateful I got the vaccine. And so really what happened with, with me is I, um, the way I would describe my experience with COVID is I had about two weeks of just feeling like I wasn't myself anymore. It was really, really a, a struggle mentally, physically. I do have asthma and I developed a really intense cough that activated my asthma. And I've, of course, experienced asthma attacks before, but knowing that you have COVID, it kind of adds this layer of anxiety on that we all live with, whether you've had COVID or not it kind of highlighted that we all are living under this umbrella of fear and anxiety around this disease that we don't really know a lot about. And so um, for me, COVID showed up in a lot of different ways. I had about three days of being in bed where I felt like my body was this fireball. Like I would get so hot. I would sweat, sweat, sweat. And then the next minute I was ice cold and I was shivering. And for me, that was pretty tormenting. And it was about three days of that. I did have a fever. I experienced nausea. I lost my appetite completely. I had to essentially force myself to eat, setting alarms on my phone, um, trying to get my energy up. I lost my sense of smell and taste, which that really messes with your mental health when you can't even enjoy the foods that are comforting to you, that are nourishing to you when you are sick. Um, That I I was amazed at how much of an impact that had on me. Um, I experienced extreme fatigue um, and a brain fog like I've never ever experienced before where I felt like my head was detached from my body and I could not think clearly. I remember one day I was, excuse me, (coughs) I was texting um, my VA and I couldn't remember how to spell her name. Her name's Kristen and I couldn't even remember how to spell her name. So the brain fog was so intense And it was scary. I felt, again, I felt like I was a shell of myself. I felt like the light had gone out of my eyes. And um, at the same time, I was experiencing really severe headaches. I was struggling to sleep because I had body aches. And so my, my body was just my lower back and my legs and everything were in pain. And, um, it was, it was rough, you guys, it was rough. And I know COVID shows up so differently in, in everyone. Um, but I wanted to be really real and honest about how hard it was for me and how scary it felt. Um, thank God my children both had it very, very mild. 
Um, like I said, my daughter had a cough. My my other child had congestion, but they were they were very mild, luckily. And you know the the extra layer of hardship is to be totally frank, being stuck in my house for. 10 days with both my children, my husband, my dog, and we're kind of prisoners in our own house um, is sort of my worst nightmare. I love my family, but I, I need alone time. I need space. So that added an extra layer of mental and physical fatigue. Um, thank God, you know, my husband was there to, to protect me. He, he actually never got COVID. He masked in the house. Um, he washed his hands incessantly. He, he, we slept in different areas. He slept in the basement and I slept upstairs. Um, my goodness, he just, his immune system has always been better than mine. I think there's a genetic component to all of this as well. Um, but he was a wonderful caretaker, um, for me and my mother, I'm sure you're wondering my 78 year old mother, I'm so happy to report that even though COVID also hit her very hard, she has asthma. She had a really bad cough and and a lot of the similar symptoms I had. She is totally recovering. Um, She is back to feeling like herself, back to going to the gym. So she is okay. And I thank the Lord above that my mama is safe because I was so, so worried about her. So I want to share with you guys three things that I learned from having COVID because I think it will resonate and, and serve you, I hope. So the first, the first thing that I learned is I was so grateful that I have been practicing the art of receiving support. And let me kind of dive into that a little bit more. So when when I was sick with COVID, I had all of these friends texting me, neighbors saying like, what can I do? What can I do? Can I bring you a meal? Can I do this? And I think Elizabeth, even a couple years ago, would have been like, oh no, we're fine. We got it. You know, my husband's healthy. We can get groceries delivered. He cooks. Like, we're fine. We got this. Don't worry about it. But here's what's beautiful. Because of all of the work that I have done on opening up myself to receive support on every layer of my being, knowing that there is no, there's nothing wrong with needing help, with needing support. In fact, it actually is this beautiful energetic circle of when you can receive support from another person, not only does it help you, but it is actually a gift to the giver. And so what I did is when people would say, can I bring you a meal? I said, yes. When they said, is there something I can do for you? I said, yes, my children are crawling all over the walls. Can you, can you drop off some arts and crafts activities for them? You know, um, one of my cousins said, what can I do? And I said, hey, can you, Um, drop off some Halloween decorations. That could be something that the kids could do inside the house um, to give them, you know, keep them occupied for 30 minutes, right? And Elizabeth of the past would have felt guilty about asking for that support, for receiving that support. 
And because of the healing and the work that I've done on myself, I, I now know the power of, of receiving support, that the abundance and the connection and the healing that we seek actually comes from truly opening yourself to receive. And that's why, you know, even you all have heard me talk about as women, you know, can, can, can you even accept a compliment if I say, I love your hair, do you immediately kind of shut that down and say, oh, well, this old thing, and you kind of shut yourself down. So this has been a practice that I've been really mindful of within myself of, I, I actually do require support, and I'm proud of that, and I actually, it, it really, it serves the other person who's offering, these people that reached out to me they wanted to help me. They felt so helpless knowing what was my family was struggling with. They wanted to do something. So it made them feel good. I was reading an article the other day about the one of the best ways to boost your happiness is to serve others. So I, by me accepting that support, by me saying, yes, I would appreciate a meal. Yes, I would appreciate arts and crafts for my kids on my doorstep yes you can pick that up for me even though at first it was a little bit uncomfortable to to show that vulnerability to accept that support but it was a game changer for me in COVID because I felt the love and the support my husband was so appreciative of all the extra meals and all of the things that were dropped off for us and just feeling that community love, that is how we heal, right? That's not just how we heal from COVID. That's how we heal from our wounds and our shadows and our limiting beliefs is through support. I mean, this is why I am a coach is because you don't have to suffer alone. You don't have to experience the human experience of suffering alone. We all suffer and um, just that has been one of the biggest pieces of growth for me is I used to have that, that limiting belief that I've got to do it all by myself. A strong woman does it all by herself. And I no longer believe in that. I, I fully believe that a strong woman actually seeks support. She seeks expertise. She seeks mentorship. So the second thing that I learned is that it was a reminder that our shadows help us to appreciate our light. So like I said, I felt like the light had gone out of my eyes for a few weeks. I felt so disconnected from myself and I felt like everything was stripped away from me. And when you feel like you hit rock bottom, there's always this flip side of the shadow, which is the light. And when I started to come out of the shadow into the light, I had a new and deeper appreciation for every little aspect of my life. And I also feel that my shadow, my struggle, my suffering mentally, physically, emotionally for those few weeks was a blessing because we all suffer, whether you have COVID or not, we all hit rock bottom. We all have weeks and days 
or months where we feel disconnected from ourselves. And to me, it was a blessing to go and be in that struggle so I can remember, I can remember that suffering. And that way, I can actually serve you, my listener, you, my mentees, and help you with your suffering. That's how I kind of see this, is it's a way to remember what is that like when you feel that light has gone from your eyes and to know that there is the light on the other side of it. And when you get to it, there's this sense of strength. There's this sense of resiliency of, I can do hard things. I can get through this. And that my pain, no matter how great is always temporary. It is always temporary. I'm recording this episode on World Mental Health Day, and that was something I wanted to share with you guys, which is that no matter how deep and dark you feel, no matter how disconnected you feel or hopeless you feel, your pain, your suffering, it is temporary. It is temporary. There is always a light with a shadow. And again, going back to my first point, I invite you to always seek support, to always find that person who is going to help you because you don't have to go it alone. So the second point I wanted to share is just that reminder that our shadows, they're actually there to help us, to make us stronger, to guide us and nudge us in the direction where we need to go. And I'm feeling a lot of clarity that I wasn't feeling even three weeks ago because I kind of hit that rock bottom. So I'm grateful for my shadows and helping me to appreciate my light. The third thing that I learned from having COVID is the undeniable power of movement. You guys know that I preach movement every single day from a place of loving on your body, honoring your body, listening to your body. And I have a walking practice where I walk outside nature 30 minutes a day, seven days a week. And of course, I knew the power of that walk. I mean, that's why I do it. But I had a couple weeks where I was in my bed And I couldn't go for my walk. I couldn't leave my house. I was too weak to go for a walk. And I only started walking in the last couple days. I'm sure you can hear in my voice, I'm still struggling with my asthma. My asthma is still very much active. And, but what I learned is the undeniable power of movement, because here's what I remembered by not moving my body, by not doing those walks, my body started to hurt. My back started to hurt. My legs, I had pain down the backs of my legs and in my glutes. I felt depressed. I felt disconnected from myself. My thoughts, the shadows, the limiting beliefs got louder. The inner critic got louder. And this is the power of movement, you guys, is when you don't move your body, this is the cost, is it is not only your physical body starts to break down and shut down because our bodies are craving movement, that 
is pleasurable and joyful and it does not have to be punishing. I want to say that till I'm blue in the face. My walk out in nature has nothing to do with burning calories. It actually has nothing to do with fitness. It's about me prioritizing my mental health. And I say this all the time to you guys, but when I actually had to stop doing it, I realized even more so how my daily walk in nature is a lifeline for me, for my mental and physical and emotional health. And so I want this to be your reminder that if you are feeling pain in your body at all, please move your body. Please get up and get outside. The power of just getting outside and feeling the sun on your skin and taking a deep breath of fresh air, the power of walking away from technology, the power of walking away from your desk and the people around you and the children around you and even the animals around you and going out in nature and prioritizing that time and spaciousness with yourself, the power of a daily walk every day. I, I, I will never stop talking about it because as a dancer, as a yogi, as a person who loves fitness, I always thought fitness had to be a certain way. I used to think, oh, I'm only doing fitness if I do cardio three days a week and weight training two days a week. And I had all these rules around fitness and which caused me to not do it, which caused me to not be consistent. And since I've developed this walking practice of walking every day for 30 minutes in nature, I do it consistently. And you better believe it will change your physical, emotional, mental, spiritual bodies. It is the single most important thing that I do for my mental health every day. So I wanted to share that today on Mental Health Awareness Day. And I wanted to share that again as something that COVID taught me once again, the power of movement. So I hope that today's episode, I hope you learned something from it. I hope that you um, feel inspired by my vulnerability so you can also be vulnerable in your life and sharing your stories and your experiences. If this episode resonated with your heart, send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. I want to hear from you. Take a screenshot of this episode, share it with a girlfriend, share it with a friend, someone who, who needs to hear this message today. And I wanted to let you guys know that I'm super excited. I have a um, 21-day movement and mindset immersion that I'm going to be launching in November. And what that program is, it's it's 21 days to help you cultivate a daily movement practice. We will be focusing on walking. If walking's not your thing, if running's your thing or biking or whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But really creating a, a movement practice that is not only serving your physical body, but there's that mindset piece, right? Of getting, how do you get over the hump of the inconsistent movement practice? And there's a lot of healing that we need to do with our bodies and our fitness routine to implement a consistent practice that you're excited to show up for. So I've run this program in the past. It's been really successful. People love it. It helps them cultivate a movement habit. So if you're wanting support around that, send me a DM, say 21 days. And um, when the um, information is out for that, I will let you know. But it's going to be really powerful. And as a group, we're going to move together for 21 days straight. 
um, from a place of love, from a place of listening and honoring our body. And what better timing than for the holidays, right? Like getting back in alignment with our bodies um, as we head into the holidays. So send me a DM, 21 days, if you want to hear more about that. And I appreciate you guys being here. I went a little bit longer than I had planned, but um, I'm happy I was able to get through it. Thank you so much for your continued support, and I'll see you next time. I'm Elizabeth Marbury, and I want to thank you for listening and hanging out with me today. Join our free community of brave soul sisters who are crushing it on their journey to body love and food freedom by going to confidentfemininebodygroup.com. That's confidentfemininebodygroup.com. And be sure to download my free gift while you're there. I'd also love to hang out with you on social media. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Elizabeth Marbury. I am sending you so much love today and always. See you next time.